welcome back to the How to Podcast series. It's Dave here with you. Happy to be back yet again. Episode 205, Navigating Loneliness. Mental health for solo podcasters. I'm thinking of you today. Solo podcaster, whether your entire episodes, every episode is solo hosted, like this one, or you sprinkle in solo episodes within your content. Maybe you're an interview podcast, co-hosted podcast, whatever, but you put in some interviews. Um, Solo episodes are a nice little balance to whatever you're doing in your podcast. Because again, we talk about this often in the last five episodes, is that a solo episode builds a bridge between you and your audience directly. And it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of practice to feel comfortable on the microphone, especially if you're just starting out. And What I would suggest to you when you are starting your solo podcasting endeavors at the beginning is to get feedback early, early in your journey and practice, 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 practice. Just like everything in life, everything we do requires practice. Everything we do requires repetition and learning and tweaking and getting a little bit better every day. And the best way to become a good podcaster is to podcast. That's really it. You can study, you can read books, you can listen to other podcasters and how-to podcasts like this, but really the best way to become a great podcaster is to start. It really is. By getting out there, getting on the microphone, listening back to what you've recorded and going, hmm, I could be a little bit tighter in my content. Maybe I'm a, I could be a little shorter with my episodes, I could speak a little clearly and be a little more clear when I say my words. Maybe I say that one word way too often. I'm going to edit myself. So by doing this, we, we end up creating a great product and something we're proud of as podcasters. Practice, practice, practice. The big thing in podcasting is there is an inherent risk of loneliness. As we come to the microphone and do this on our own, maybe we don't have a supportive circle and family around us that really truly gets why we podcast, really truly understands our passion for the medium and why we're doing what we do. Maybe we we bring up podcasting in, a, in our social circles and our family and we get a lot of eye rolls, a lot of shrugs, a lot of people walking away to find something else to talk about because there goes Dave again talking about podcasting and I'm really not that interested to be quite honest. And we put ourselves out there into the world and we know we're getting listens. We know we're getting some sort of response from an audience, but we're not getting that kind of support at home or in our relationships, our family, our social circles, our, the friends at work. People just don't get it. People just don't understand it. Why would you go to a conference about podcasting? How boring would that be? So we get kind of that feedback sometimes from those that don't really mean to hurt our passion for podcasting. But we can slide into a loneliness trap as podcasters. And this is an episode you're not going to hear on some of the other podcasts about solo podcasting because they really focus on microphones and all of that side of it. And I just thought this was an episode that you and I could do together 
And I could share this with you to encourage you on your journey. Again, whether you're completely into solo podcasting or just dabbling in a few episodes as a solo podcaster, I want to encourage you that you're not alone, that there are people out there that truly do appreciate what you do. I appreciate what you do. And there are people listening to your words, showing up for you, even if your audience is tiny, tiny, tiny. There are people who value what you have to say and who you are as a person. So if anything, keep podcasting for the the group of people who do continue to come back because they're worth it and they think you're worth it as a podcaster. So I'm going to break today's framework into three kind of chunks. And again, all this will be in the show notes. You can take a look and see what we're talking about here on the episode. So you can put the pen down and just listen today. We're going to look at in and around navigating our loneliness and mental health for us as solo podcasters. We're going to look at acknowledging the solo podcasters unique mental health challenges. Number two, we're going to look at strategies for maintaining mental wellness as a solo podcaster. I think it's very important. And also, lastly, fostering sustainable podcasting practices as a podcaster. So, three buckets. Let's jump in here. And again, if you're not even thinking about doing a solo podcast, a lot of this is going to relate to you as well. So you're welcome to stick around. So number one, acknowledging the solo podcaster's unique mental health challenges. There are basically three points I want to make under this first chapter, first bucket of what we're talking about today. Just the idea around isolation and loneliness. Solo podcasters often spend so many hours recording, editing, promoting episodes, and doing it all kind of on our alone, which can lead to feelings of isolation and loneliness, and to some podcasters, just giving up because they're not getting any feedback, they're not hearing back from their audience, they feel like they're talking into the void, you'll hear people talk about that often, and they're wondering if their podcast even really matters, like... I'm not getting the response I thought I was. I'm not making a million dollars and I have adoring fans who follow everything I do. I do have a small audience, but is it really worth it at the end of the day to put all this work and effort into this, take time away from what I could be doing elsewhere and do this podcast thing? Isolation and loneliness can lead to people giving up on podcasting. And I don't want to see that happen to you. You started a podcast for a reason. And I believe you did it for great intentions. Not to get rich, not to find a quick way to make money. If you're looking for a quick way to make money, just go get another part-time job. That's a quick way to make money today. You can do that. Go grab a second part-time job and you're fine. Podcasting is more than just about getting into it to make money. There's legacy. There's all kinds of things wrapped into podcasting that will help you to become a better person. We've talked about it here on the show. People have come on and shared that because of their podcast, they can now speak on on stages. They have the confidence to be heard in public. They've gone from being extremely introverted to being able to be in a public place, carry conversation, and, and live a better life because... 
they've worked through some of their fear and anxiety about putting their voice out into the world. A podcast is much, much more than making money from podcasting. And you're not going to hear that in a lot of the other podcasts about podcasting because they're so hyper-focused on audience growth, monetization, sponsorships, all of that. And I'm kind of leaning the other way and saying that podcasting is probably better focused on as a healthy alternative to help you become a better person as a podcaster. But this isolation and loneliness can really lead to just being curious and wondering why I'm even doing this. There's also a pressure to perform without a co-host or a team to share the responsibilities. A solo podcaster can really feel the weight of the entire thing on their shoulders. And this can lead out to lead to burnout and stress because you got to do everything. You don't get to hand your episodes off to an editor and they do the work. You do the work. You don't have somebody who writes the content for you and emails it to you. You got to create the content. You got to do everything. And if you don't have a supportive community around you, you really can lead to burnout. You really get stressed out sometimes. And the last part of this is just the overall imposter syndrome that many of us struggle with as podcasters. Being the sole single voice of a podcast can just kind of increase your imposter syndrome and solo hosts may constantly doubt their abilities and at times even feel inadequate compared to others in the industry that seem to be more successful and doing it easier than you are. And you stop and look at their success and you judge your struggles in comparison to their highlight reel. And they never really share their struggles. They only share their wins. So you're dealing with your struggles and their wins. And that's not a fair comparison by any means. If you really knew what was going on behind your favorite podcaster, you might be surprised at how much they struggle with their show as well. It might not be as evident as you feel yours is, but it is there. So that's acknowledging solo podcasters, unique mental health through isolation and loneliness, the pressure to perform, and our imposter syndrome struggles that we have. The second bucket here is strategies for maintaining mental wellness. If you're struggling with your mental wellness and maintaining it as a podcaster, as a solo podcaster, what I'm asking you to do today, starting now, and if I can be one of those people to help you with this, then great. But you need to build a support network for yourself, especially if you don't have anyone in your corner cheering you on. Think of the boxing ring, right? In between rounds, they ring the bell. You go to your corner. What happens? There's a couple of people there. There's a stool, a towel, a water bottle, and there's somebody there to fix you up, put you back in the game, and get you ready for the next round. That's your team. They're in your corner. That's kind of where it comes from. They're in your corner and they're cheering you on. They have the best intentions for you and they want to see you succeed in the next round. 
who's in your corner as a podcaster? Make a list. Who are those people? Do you have anybody on the list? Anyone that is there when you're having a bad podcast day and you feel like giving up and there's no one to talk to? I would love to be that for you. By listening to the show, you're hearing me talk to you, at you at times. I would love to talk with you and be there as a support. How to podcast.ca, reach out, let me know. I'd love to chat with you anytime and encourage you that in times of loneliness, you do have people who do care about you and want to see you succeed. I want to be in your corner. I'm, I'm willing and ready to do that for you. Build a support network. Actively seek out communities and fellow podcasters. Join online forums. I host a meetup on meetup.com and meet with other podcasters around the world to share podcast stories and encourage each other. You're welcome. Come and join us. It's free on meetup.com. Link in the show notes as always and on the website. But we need to build out this support network. We really need this. Having a support network can provide validation, encouragement, and real practical advice and support. Next, we need to schedule some breaks and some boundaries. Do I need to create my podcast in seasons so that I can have breaks? No. All you need to do is communicate with your audience. And if you need to take a few weeks off, a month off, a couple months off, let your audience know. They're, the reason why I'm telling you to do that is because your audience cares about you. And if you just stop podcasting for any length of time with no explanation, they're worried because they care about you and they've grown to build you into their life. So don't leave them hanging. Just let them know. I don't think anybody's going to get verbally upset with you for taking care of your family, taking care of yourself, your relationships, and taking a break. So if you're only creating your podcast in season so you can have breaks, you really don't need to use seasons. You can do a regular episode release weekly, every second week, once a month, every two months, whatever. You can have a regular cadence to your releases and avoid seasons altogether if you want to. There's this misconception that you have to do seasons if you want breaks, and I don't think that's true. Schedule breaks. Set clear boundaries around your podcasting schedule to prevent burnout. Incorporate regular breaks during recording and editing sessions. And prioritize self-care activities outside of podcasting. When was the last time you just went for a walk with your dog? When was the last time you played with your kids? sat and listened to your spouse tell you about their day. Recharge. Take a break. We'll be here for you when you come back. And also, practice self-compassion. To fight against imposter syndrome, which we talked about earlier, practicing self-compassion and acknowledging your accomplishments is a great way to stay motivated and to realize you're not alone as a podcaster. Remind yourself that it's normal to feel uncertain or anxious at times and focus on the value that you provide to your audience rather than comparing yourself to others. 
Your podcast is valuable. You are valuable as a person and as a podcaster. Lastly, we're looking at fostering sustainable podcasting practices. As a podcaster, I would encourage you to to diversify your content, to inject some variety into your podcast by incorporating guest interviews, listener Q&A sessions, collaborative episodes with your other creators. If you're a coach, bring on one of your clients and do an online coaching episode on your podcast so people get a sense of what it's like to work with you. If you're a speaker, share clips from your last speaking event. If you're an author, read a portion of your book. Like, do things in your podcast that are different than your regular episode format. And by doing that, it sparks a little bit of creativity. Your audience gets to see a different side of you. And like I said, if you're an interview-based podcast, doing a solo episode allows you to have one-on-one contact with your audience, which they never really get when you're the host of the party. It's kind of nice when the host comes over and sits with you at the party and has a conversation with you directly and doesn't just focus on what's going on at the party. Right? Yes. So diversify your content and maybe break up the monotony of solo recording if that's how you're feeling. By doing so, it expands your network and brings fresh new perspectives to your audience. Also, you need to invest in personal growth. We need to dedicate time to honing our podcasting skills. What have you done lately to grow? What have you done lately to learn? What new thing in podcasting have you learned today? Anything? What resource have you tapped into that you didn't know about last week? What show are you listening to? Who's building you up? And who's tearing you down? Who is tearing you down? What voice are you listening to that mocks you or tells you you're not good enough. And I want you to determine if that voice is required or not. I listen to podcasts about podcasting and I hear celebrated gurus, award-winning guest speakers, conference keynote speakers who trash podcasters in the space because they don't podcast the way they do. They have a differing opinion and they mock us. Are you listening to those voices? Because I think that is not healthy. And for some reason, that's what the path they've chosen is they want to speak down, punch down. I'd rather lift up. How are you growing? And is there anything impeding your growth? By investing in your personal growth, Not only does it improve the quality of your content, but also boost your confidence as a solo podcaster. Do you know how to edit your own show? Do you want to know how to edit your own show? Would that make you feel more confident that you're not handing this off to someone else? Would you like to learn the skill of editing? You're like, Dave, I can't do that. You created a podcast. You did that. So, yeah, you probably could do it. 
you need to invest in your personal growth. And the last part of our last bucket here is around the idea of just regularly evaluating and adjusting. Companies do this all the time. Your boss does this when they bring you into their office to go over your employee review for the year. Evaluate and adjust. You need to assess your podcast process for your own mental well-being. You need to pay attention to signs of burnout or declining mental health and be willing to adjust your approach as needed. Remember that prioritizing your mental health ultimately leads to a more sustainable and fulfilling podcast journey. And your audience is going to benefit. You're going to benefit. Your family's going to benefit. It's a win all the way around by taking time to evaluate and go, how am I doing? Where am I at? What am I learning? How am I growing? And how's my podcast? You need to take your own mental health temperature. And then you also need to take the temperature of your podcast. Learn, grow, get better. And as we look back over the last five episodes, just a summary and a takeaway over the last five episodes of what we talked about for you as a solo podcaster. As a solo podcaster navigating the complexities of mental health and podcasting, remember that prioritizing your well-being is integral to the longevity and authenticity of your podcast. Cultivate a supportive network, implement strategies for maintaining mental wellness, and foster sustainable podcasting practices to ensure that your solo journey resonates with authenticity and purpose. By taking care of your mind, not only do you enhance your podcasting experience, but you also create content that genuinely connects with your audience. If you're looking for support, if you're looking for help for your podcast, a listening ear, someone to come alongside of you and build you up and encourage you, someone to bounce your questions off of, if you're feeling alone as a solo podcaster, my hand is raised. I would love to have time with you and jump on a Zoom call, answer you through voice messages, however you want to connect, email. If you're looking for someone to speak to, I want your podcast to continue and I want you to do well. That's why I'm doing this show. Because I want people like you to get into podcasting, and to find your space. We need your voice in podcasting. You are the only you. No one else can do your show. No one else can do your show better than you can. And no one sees the world the way you do. We need your voice. Whatever country you're in, whatever background, whatever your story is, whether you have a lot of money or you have very little, whether you are highly educated or you struggled through high school, we need you. We need your voice. And there's someone who needs you to show up for your next episode. And if you're struggling to get to that next episode, jump over to howtopodcast.ca. Let me know. Let's see if we can work together and how I can help you and encourage you in your podcast journey. Thanks for being here for this. And I'm looking forward to hearing your solo podcast episode. Send me a link so I can listen and support you in your journey as a solo podcaster. 
Thanks for listening. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Appreciate you being here. Uh, yes, this is our little mini-series around solo-hosted episodes. And if you're looking for some help, some advice on your podcast, and you're like, Dave, I would just like to get some time in your calendar and just ask you some questions beyond what we're covering here in the podcast, but I just want to have some time with you. Is that even possible? Yes, it is. Howtopodcast.ca is how you can get in touch with me. We have our Instagram page. We have our Facebook page. Multiple ways that you can reach out. You can always just reach me at howtopodcast.ca and I would love to connect with you. Voice message, whatever works for you. And let's talk about your show. I would love to have a conversation with you and help wherever I can or point you in the direction of someone who can help you when I can't. Because again, I only know what I know, right? Same with you. So let's work together. Let's see what we can do to help each other. And uh, I thank you again for coming back episode after episode. If this is your first time here, uh, there's a lot to listen to. There's a lot of episodes for you. And I just want to say thank you for pressing play on this podcast, taking a chance on this show and on me as a host. I really appreciate it. And uh, your feedback's always encouraged. And I would love to hear from you. How to podcast.ca. Come back for more. I would love to have you back. I'll hold the spot for you. That chair is yours. No one else can sit there. So come back as often as you can. And I'm looking forward to hearing your podcast in 2024. Take care. Catch you on the next episode.